I want that organism alive. I think you ticked it off. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Kill the Cast. My name is Jerry, and joining me today is the ever-quotable Jay. Oh, great. I killed the strawberry jam. <laughs> and the Silent Hill biker himself, Kenneth. Yeah. Always the the greatest entrance you can give, Kenneth. Uh, what 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 do you want? You want me to go skip in for joy and fucking yeah? I'm on the podcast again. Woo! Yeah, it, it'd be nice. Goddamn okay, well then I'll start show, doing that. You know show what I'm show some some joy and happiness like Christmas Ooh. time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, Jay, what have you been doing this week? Uh, working, uh, finding new places to live. That's about it. I don't think I've done anything horror-related besides watch the movies we need to watch for our podcasts. <laughs> I'm going to go see like... The Meg tomorrow, though, and you've already seen The Meg, and you're going to talk about it on a podcast tomorrow that's not ours, so there's that. Yeah, I'm going to go talk about it on Evil Episodes, just the movies. So get ready for that, guys. You'll get to hear me, uh, who's been waiting for this movie for 15 years. Talk about the movie. So there's that. And Kenneth, what have you been up to? Not really shit. Um, I started Castle Rock, that show on Hulu. It's, Is it good? I'm enjoying it. It's definitely got that fucking Stephen King movie feel. So I'm know. trying to decide if I want to watch it as it comes out or wait for the whole thing to be done. That's the only thing that pissed me off, man. Because there was like, when I started it, there was only four episodes. Now the fifth one's on there. But uh, they come out every Wednesday, and it irritated me because I'm used to, like, Netflix, where Netflix yep. drops a whole fucking season. Yeah. And, so, and I'm, like, I'm like, that man, that fucking just sucks. I don't wait for fucking episodes anymore. That's, yeah. what, that's what happened to me with Game of Thrones. I, I wasn't waiting per episodes, and the next thing you know, I got six seasons to watch. It's the way to be, honestly. Uh, and I round out the whole, uh, not doing shit cause I haven't really been doing anything horror cause I've, I've been playing tactics games. So there's that. Uh, I am going to be on a bunch of podcasts. Uh, tonight we record kill the cast Monday. I record evil episodes, just the movies Tuesday. I record hero hero go show. And then Wednesday I'm supposed to record cut to the chase. So Look at there. There is a whole lot of shit that involves a whole lot of me talking. Um, but other than that, I really have not done anything um, whatsoever. So let's go into the big thing I want to talk about first. Patreon. We are changing how we do Patreon. We all got together and talked, and I said, guys, I got an idea. Kenneth told me to shut the fuck up, and Jay was like, no, let him talk. And Kenneth was like, okay. So what I said was, what if... We do a Patreon, a Patreon show every month, and we will, uh, at least two of us will be on the show as much as possible, we'll have all three of us, and we will review, uh, kind of round-robin style, uh, movies that were recommended to us from the Patreon in a Patreon-only show, um, that will come out exclusively for Patreon, and then maybe it'll get released like a week later as a regular show, I don't know yet, I haven't decided, but with that being said... Uh, we will have one, uh, our first one will be coming up soon, and Derek, uh, from Underwater Kaiju, from Outer Space, and Cinema Attack Podcast 
has given me three movies, so we will be doing those three movies. And it'll be fun, and I'm going to restructure the Patreon and kind of uh, redo everything just to mix it up and see if we can create something nice. Uh, With that being said, the second topic is, uh, y'all know how I don't like like the Terminator and Top Gun. You don't like anything good. And Back to the Future. You don't like Back to the Future? No, I don't really like Back to the Future. What the? F- that's not even an action movie. It's just a comedy. Yeah, just, dude, it's not I that spent funny. my. Yeah, Jerry, you're gonna love. I just spent the past few days, you know, outside of watching Castle Rock, watching shit like fucking Kickboxer and American Ninja and all those good badass fucking '80s Look, cheese fucking. We all know flicks. there is only one good action movie from the '80s, and that's Ninja Three: The Domination. Yeah, that's a good one too. But the other Ninja movies are just as good. No, they're not. Yes, American are. Ninja is amazing. Shokusagi is amazing. I would watch him do anything. That doesn't even sound American. <laughs> he's the guy. He's the ninja who gets killed at the beginning of Ninja 3, The Domination. Yeah, because he's not American. <laughs> Jesus okay. Christ. Uh, so it's, I don't really like action movies. And uh, I especially don't really like action movies from the 80s. Uh, I, I don't. There's actually a, a huge chunk of eighty movies that people love that I just don't like. So it's true. start a podcast with Alex, just fucking talking about these movies that oh, you despise. God, kill me now. You uh, hear that, Alex? I'm gonna fucking get you to do a podcast with me about these movies. Uh, so the RoboCop got brought up today in the group chat, and I mentioned, eh, I don't really care for RoboCop. I don't hate it. I'd rather watch it than a Terminator movie. But I don't remember really caring for it. So, a fit was thrown, and I grabbed my Blu-ray. I, I have didn't throw it. a fit. I just explained so. that it's way more than just a standard action movie. It's not. It is a completely it standard is. action movie. It is. No, you They were dumb. like, it's a sci-fi classic. This movie has is literally 95% action movie and 5% sci-fi. There is no sci-fi. The only I don't even care what genre you put in. It's more than just an action movie. It it is not. It is a fucking generic action movie where you don't have any time to actually get to know the character before he becomes a bland robot who fucking just walks around shittily and shoots people. Yeah, well, Uh, that's wrong. That is not wrong. Like, okay, so yeah, the first one we're doing in this new segment of why does this host hate this shit uh mine is effectively called jerry hates the 80s and specifically action movies in the 80s and the first one we're going to talk about is robocop uh not a horror movie but this is just kind of a fun side piece uh but yeah i don't like action movies i especially don't like 80s action movies and so i watched robocop today and uh it is pretty much just another generic 80s action movie with a, a bit I have more your gore. No, you can't have my Blu-ray. Well, if you're going to sit in and you're going to spend the next five minutes shitting on the movie, you don't deserve to have it. <laughs> well, I bought it, so I get to have it. So it gets to sit over there on the shelf, just like the witch gets to sit over here on the shelf. And well, just I'm worried sit there, about that one. I just like one the Back to the Future Blu-ray collection that's sitting on the I, shelf. I own those too. <laughs> you know, I don't care. that like I can own movies I don't like. Especially when I bought that RoboCop one for like $3. My question to you is, man, is even though, you know, objectively, 
even though you fucking dislike the movies or whatever else, the 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 practical effects. Can you at least give credit to those? It, it's, I mean, like it's when Murphy's whole, getting all fucking shot up and shit like that. It's that really awesome. not that hard to just do a bunch of blood packs that shoot out. It not like his arms get blown off. Yeah, dude, it looked awesome. And then the and then the way his head and everything looked, and then inside the suit itself, I remember watching a documentary on it where he said that damn wearing that suit all day to do the scenes and everything, it was so hot because they made it to where it, he he couldn't breathe, that like his body couldn't breathe inside of it. And so it was so hot that they ended up having to pull him out because he was passing out inside of it, but it was so stiff that, it, that he couldn't fall over. And so he damn near hurt himself, and they had to end up, but they had to basically cut him out and make another suit. Welcome to Godzilla 1954. So, done that. Um, did you pick up on the fact that OCP transferred Murphy because he was a good cop and more likely to get killed at that new precinct so they could enroll him in the Robocop program? Sure. I, there's no so characters in this as, movie that I care about. Like, none of these fucking... It's more than just an action uh, movie. All right, Jay, seriously. You have to, like, every time I start, you, you stop me. I'm Let sorry. Let me finish. I apologize. Okay. There's no characters in this movie you give a shit about because they never give you a chance to care about fucking anyone. You spend more time learning about the fucking bad guys than you do the good guys you're supposed to care with this movie is all flash it's all bang bang shoot them up and no substance which is typically why i don't like action movies they try to use a sci-fi background to make this be something more than it is but it's not it's still just a 100 percent generic action movie with a whole lot of bangs and explosions and they were like well we'll trickle in a little bit more gore and look, it involves robots. And the coolest robot you don't even get that much time with, the big fucking uh, trash can looking motherfucker. He was cool. Ed 209. Yeah, Ed 209. Uh, you don't get any time with him. It was like, okay, thanks for showing the one cool thing and then not using it. Uh, also, Robocop should not be able to walk in dirty, muddy water. That should really fuck up his shit. Uh, I don't really see how that was uh, possible. Um, but We yeah. have phones that can go in the ocean. Why can't a robot go in mud? Because phones that go in the ocean weren't around in the 1980s. And this, this is movie is in the... sci-fi ni- future. Nah, this movie's in the future? What part of shitty uh, 80s LA about this was the future? Besides the, the shoehorned in robot plot uh it takes place in 2043 wow they fucked that up bad this does not look this does not like anything that takes place in 2043 this doesn't even look like it takes place in fucking michael douglas's falling down 90s world it doesn't it doesn't look futuristic it's falling down is amazing that's a good movie don't waste your time watching robocop go watch falling down that's a fucking movie with substance. Uh, but no, I just don't, I did not get why y'all liked it. It's it's a play by the numbers action flick, and it is probably because I don't like action flicks that I didn't care for this movie. I don't necessarily think it's a bad movie, but I was bored pretty much the whole time because there's nothing to latch on unless you want to just watch things go boom. Oh, I'm I'm looking up uh, how much it's going to cost me to own them all. 
There's a box set. It shouldn't be that too expensive. I have it. Those movies can't. Well, get the DVD better. box set. The DVD box set for the for the trilogy is like twelve dollars and eighty nine cents, but I want them all on Blu Ray, and I can get the first one for like nine bucks. Oh, it's not worth nine dollars. The second one, see, the second one and the third one are the most expensive because they're shop factories. Oh, I you know what would be interesting to do the three RoboCop movies against the three uh, fucking uh, Darkman movies? How are those even remotely related? Because, like, people love the first one, and then they were like, let's put out two more shitty sequels. It's been so long since I've watched the Darkman movies that I can't remember whether the second one and the third one sucks or not. I can't remember. I don't know. I'd probably watch them over RoboCop. I own them, so, I mean, I could watch them. I came across a box set somewhere for a really good price. I can't remember, though. I need to get the first Darkman on blu-ray but yeah i just like why do people call this a sci-fi classic it's really not sci-fi at all saving someone's dying brain and turning him into a robot is kind of science fiction like but yet like they did the bare minimum of science fiction it was literally like an action movie was like hey thank you jay you can you can copy me but change it a little bit so people don't don't get suspicious and they were like all right we'll fucking add some sci-fi to it and then added like the bare minimum sci-fi. I guess I don't know. I I think you completely missed the point if all you saw were explosions. Uh, what's the point here, Boga? Explain to me the point then. So you say they don't have any characters, but he literally overrides his programming because he loves his wife and child so much, and then makes the heartbreaking decision not to reveal himself as alive to them because they're better off without knowing how he ended up. How is that no character development? Because they undo that because he supposedly was able to break free from his programming. Then he falls right back into having to follow that programming in the fucking uh, scene when they're in the conference room. Because he's like, I can't go against the people that programmed me or whatever until they fire him. And then all of a sudden he can fucking kill them. But if he already broke through his programming, he should already be able to do that. No, 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 it's different. That's How a command is it different? That he, because the electronic commands that control his physical body are different than him overriding everything in his own brain. That doesn't make kind of like sense the on, same a, thing on a computer level. Kind of like the same thing with Wesley Snipes and Demolition Man. Where he, brain, he, he was thinking to himself that he wanted to kill the dude in Demolition Man, but his body wouldn't let him. So he can he can go against... The orders when it suits him, but when it's he against in no the, it doesn't in that make movie sense. Does he break any of his other directives. You just said, oh, his other directives, so he can break one directive, but he can't no, break he, any other ones. He doesn't break any of his directive. There is no directive. Saying so then he never overrid think. his mind because of his family. No, they, they erased his memories. No, they apparently and he did got not. Got them back. He, then they didn't erase them. It's. it's just, Literally like 300 different sci-fi movies with that exact same plot point where someone's mind gets something, yada, yada, yada. Like, get out is the same thing. They pushed their consciousness back and he brought it back. It's just like literally the same thing. So he can do, he can find the memories that they erased and use that to disobey orders, which he clearly disobey orders. They keep telling him to stop and come back and he does not do it. 
but he doesn't look at the four directives that he has and he doesn't break any of those the entire movie. But he can disobey orders. Well, how come he can disobey orders at one point in the movie and can't disobey orders later in the movie? Because the cops don't owe him. OC, OCP owns him. And OCP tells him to stop. And he does not stop. Look at the directives. Do any of them say stop when someone tells you to stop? If OCP tells him to stop, yes, that would be a directive. It's not those there. are the people they that control him. the ones that he has to follow. That movie just does not. That I understand what you're saying, but the movie just disagrees. Because the movie's like, no, fuck that. We do what we want. Whenever we want. We're not going to have any, like, cohesive narrative. This movie barely has a fucking story. So, his directives are serve the public chest, protect the innocent, uphold the law. By not listening to OCPs, not breaking any of those. Four is you can't act against a member of OCP. Okay, him disobeying a law, uh, a command from an OCP person, is him doing that fourth one. Him breaking it. That is the same thing. No. How is it not? Because it's not. He's not... When he actually goes to do it, when he actually tries to kill the guy and or arrest the guy, that's when it kicks in. So, Just walking but when, when he, the guy tells him to stop is not part of that. How? You're disobeying OCP. You are going against your it fourth directive. Okay, what does it say again? What does it say? Uh, let's see. Okay, so the exact wording of the fourth directive is... An OCP product shall not act against OCP's best interests. Okay, I would I would argue senior officer of OCP results in shutdown. Okay, I would argue that not listening to an OCP directive would not be in their best interest. So if they tell you to stop, it is in their best interest that you stop. Correct? Maybe. How is that a maybe? It depends. How does it depend? Is it if an o, if the OCP tells him to stop and he does not do it, he is clearly going against a directive that is them telling him to do something. Him not doing it is not in their best interest. I don't see how you, how you can argue against that. I don't know. I'm not awake enough <laughs> to continue this, but I just feel differently than you. I mean, I understand you feel differently, but like, Kenneth, what do you think? Am I yeah, wrong or am I right? The, the biggest reason why I'm being quiet at this current moment is because I didn't watch the movie today and I haven't watched it in a while. So I can't make a really good argument because I don't have it freshly on the brain. Okay, but still. That's the reason no. why I'm not saying anything. Going no. on, just going on what I'm hearing at this current moment. Like I said, I mean... With with the details that y'all are giving me, Jerry would be correct. But at the same time, I'm not going to give him 100% full correctness because Good. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't watched the movie recently, so I don't know exactly to have any kind of argue points. But just on the facts that y'all are giving me back and forth at this current moment, Jerry's right. All right, so RoboCop has a plot hole. But well, like I said, has a plot hole. I can't what about okay? 100%. Did you laugh at the fake commercials? Oh, the stupid like big dinosaur thing and the guy that kept saying, "I'll buy that for a dollar." No, no, no. Like the uh, what do you like mean? The, the, the big the dinosaur board game commercial, about nuclear warfare, where like actual small nuclear explosions go off. Nah, I didn't. I didn't think that was funny. I quit. I just didn't think it was funny. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs>
So anyway, my verdict is I don't like RoboCop. Yeah. Uh, there was no changing my mind today, unfortunately. I'm going to go double feature RoboCop and Nightmare on Elm Street and cry. (laughs) Throw the witch in there. (laughs) No, we agree on that one. (sighs) All right, guys. Uh, so I don't know when this sexual come back up. I don't know how many, uh, people I just pissed off because I know RoboCop is highly loved. Um, but it's just not for me. I don't think it's a bad movie. I just think that uh, it's one of those movies like A Nightmare on Elm Street where a lot of people just overlook the flaws in the movie. And and with an action movie, I personally think that's okay. Like, do you re- like none of the shit that's important to me about a movie is really that important in an action movie. I just feel like there's more to it than than what I, you. Feel. I think it depends on the action movie. I really I, so. Like, let me rephrase that. I agree with your statement that. Things like that, uh, things like that don't matter in uh, in an action movie. But I feel like your evaluation of RoboCop is is wrong, and I'm sure there's somebody out there better who, who can word it way better than I can right now. I mean, it's like at this current moment, you know. I've, if if I'm not mistaken, all three of us like the first Predator movie. Okay, uh, the, I think Jerry likes the second one more. Than I the like first. the second one way more. Second right. one is a better movie. That's why. But I'm just saying. All right, look at the. If you didn't have the, would you consider the first Predator movie sci-fi or action? I consider it sci-fi action. Uh, its main genre to me is action. Yeah. Okay, but without the uh, solid plot points that it has for the time period that it came out, probably wouldn't have the second one, because the second one is more of a building on. The, the 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 foundations of the predator itself i just feel like in the first predator movie it really is just to me the first predator movie is just stupid action and when they did, when it made enough money that it made a sequel that's when they were like oh well let's build on the mythology of the predator because we didn't do that like barely at all in the first movie i see i disagree man because i personally I like the first one better than the second one. one i i i i personally like the first one better and i like the second one i'm not saying which one's better i'm just saying that the first one is like it's mostly action as to where the second one actually has more interesting elements where it actually has the cop mystery element to it it it's it's to me just a much more interesting movie it is slower than the first movie but, the only point that I'm trying to make is that, damn, without the, you know, that's one of those, if you want to consider it an action movie, that's one of those action movies where the plot points matter out of the because very it got few, a sequel? very few. I don't, I don't explain your logic few. here. I don't, the I don't logic that I'm going at with that is that the plot points matter to further the story on that one versus Commando, where the plot points don't mean shit. So it only, but if it would have never got a sequel, then the plot points wouldn't have mattered. So it only no, matters if me. there's a sequel. Yeah, they did to me because that gives you at least a little bit of background on the on the creature that they're fighting in it. I mean, I feel didn't... like Predator and Commando have the same amount of story. I I haven't seen Commando in forever, but I don't feel like Predator has story. Well, I... that's that's kind of where like he just said that the what he said about Commando, I think, also applies to Predator. I... I don't know if I'm hearing what Kenneth is trying to say wrong or not, because I'm hearing that 
they they the plot points matter in Predator because a sequel was made. If there was never a sequel made, I still think the plot point matter to further the story of the first movie. I think the first movie had a story. I think the first movie well, got further to get pushed along further because of the plot points of the story versus other cheesy action movies from the time. I don't feel like if, well one every movie has a story. Um but action movies tend to have like the smallest bare bone structured story it can have. And I think Predator had more than that. I huh, I don't agree with you there. I even think Predator had more than RoboCop, and I still think RoboCop had a solid story too. I don't agree. <laughs> like the first half of Predator is just a standard Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Like they don't even get to the Predator until after they've taken out the terrorist camp or whatever the hell it is, the gorillas. Asia, my problem is action movies just seem so cookie cutter. Like everything is just real simple and basic, and I and that's why I just can't get into them. I don't get the things that people love in action movies. Just don't get to me. I don't care about the gunfights and the explosions and the fast cars. And almost every action movie I see tends to not have the elements that make me want to do it. The only action movies I like are the ones that blend a lot of humor. Uh, AKA Will Smith is probably in them. Because <laughs> um, I'll sit here and be like, I will, I 100% would rather watch Wild Wild West any day over Robocop. I think That's it depends on the day. And, yeah, but for me, it's any day. Yeah, like, for me, it depends on the day. Like, I just don't like action movies. Uh, so I guess the question comes out um, what 80s action movie should I watch next to piss off? everyone um, i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna do instead of like finding one that i know you'll hate just for the fun of it i'm gonna sit down and pick my own brain and find one i think you'll enjoy like legitimately good luck I, I, i'm it's gonna take a while i can't promise that next episode i'll have one but i'm gonna i'm gonna go through i'm just gonna like start googling yeah, lists of best action like movies even and I'm going to find one that I think Jerry would legitimately Even in the enjoy. 90s, I don't like a lot of the ones that came out in the 90s. Mission Impossible, don't like it. Even the first one? That like, was like all mystery. Don't and like it. De Palma, too. De Palma's a fantastic director, but he's done way better stuff. Interesting. So, I mean, it's... It's, I, it's just... also like the most least Mission Impossible out of all of them. Like, what Mission Impossible <laughs> evolves into is a far cry from the first one. Yeah, I think uh, I think the first one and the second one are probably the ones that I like the most. And well, then the after second it... one is just a John Woo movie with a Mission Impossible label. I know, that's the reason why I like it. <laughs> so I probably that, would not like after the second the, one. After that, the rest of them are terrible. I've only ever seen the first. There's so many series where I've seen, like, the first... Like, I've seen... The first Mission Impossible. I've seen just the f- enough for you to say you don't like it and not watch the rest of them, right? Uh, enough for me to say I didn't care for this. I don't really have an urge to continue to watch the series. So I don't say the other movies are bad because I've never seen them. I just don't like the first one. Transformers. I saw the first one. Didn't like it. You definitely won't like any of the other ones. <laughs> they just get worse. Yeah, I was going to say they're all about the same. And yeah, worse. Uh, you know, but in, like, um. I've seen the first three Fast and the Furious movies. Um, I'm surprised you made it that many. And I don't like those. 
Um, Not surprised at that. Yeah, but you still like adventure type action movies. I like adventure ones like Indiana Jones because adventure ones didn't have better story. Did you like um, um, National Romancing Treasure? the Stone? Yes. Uh, National Treasure, I like if I was going to watch an action movie and a dumb action movie, I'd rather watch a National Treasure than like an Expendables. I hear you. I've only seen the first Expendables also and didn't like no, it. I, I, I'm not I, surprised I, you didn't like it. Yeah, that, that's that's just an 80s action movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was the point of that one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I know you like the adventure type ones. That's the reason why I asked, because National Treasures kind of got that. But at the same time, it's no Indiana Jones or Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean. It's Hey, but guess what? The guy who directed National Treasures is the guy who directed The Meg. Like so I said, I'm just going to wait on it to come out on Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, it's... Uh, my my quick review of the Meg. If you're interested, spoiler free. If you like shark movies, this is on par with Deep Blue Sea, Shark Night 3D, and Bait 3D. It is a uh, a second tier shark movie, and of course, first tier shark movies, Jaws. There are no other movies in that list. It is just Jaws. Uh, don't compare it to I Jaws. It is it is a B tier shark movie. Um. As a movie, it is your basic popcorn action, summer action movie. That's it. That's what it is. It is it is cookie cutter and action, and that's it. Except change out explosions for giant shark, I guess. Um, and then as a fan of the book, it's nothing like the book. Just throw the book out uh, and watch the movie as if you had never read the book. I have a surge to want to watch Piranha 3D. I see. I love Piranha 3D. I, I I finally got a copy of the '90s Piranha remake, and I'm gonna watch that soon. I'm very excited. Your next movie is Top Gun. Top, oh, Top Gun. Fuck. I, uh, I guess I'll have a reason to watch my laser disc of Top Gun. No, yep, I just I, looked I know up. You won't like Top Gun. I don't care whether he don't I, like it. I know or not. I don't. I'm like gonna Top force Gun. it. I want him to watch it. Yeah, I oh, know. I'm, like I said, though, I'm gonna find <laughs> one that he will like. Yeah, that's, you have fun with that, and while you're goal. finding one that he will like, I'm gonna make him get sit through ones that he hates. Uh, why don't you just make me watch Pearl Harbor, you fucking sadist? Ugh, okay, that's a terrible movie. that'll be the one after you get done with Top Gun. That's a terrible movie. <laughs> At least you know what? I'm gonna stop movie. before I somehow end up watching fucking Armageddon. Oh, that's no. the next one. I was no, that's a terrible about. movie too. Oh, by the way, another genre I hate the uh, disaster movie. Disaster movie. Fucking hate him. Impact was good. What no. about Independence Day? That's a disaster movie. Nope. Will Smith. Nope. Love. Nope. <laughs> Not a disaster movie. Alien movie. Disaster movies are done by natural disasters. If I had Fair to enough. choose between, like I said, what about like... Mars Attacks? Also an alien movie. movie. What are you talking about? I know, said... I'm just asking if you like it. Uh, it is one of the few movies by that director that is decent. Uh, his best movie is still Ed Wood. Fuck anyone who says differently. I've never seen Ed Wood. Yeah, it's because it's the only good one. I actually like disaster movies. I don't. I fucking hate I like, them. I, I like ones that are like, like I said, if, if, I, if I had to choose between Armageddon and Deep Impact, I would choose Deep Impact. Because Deep Impact is more serious. I would and, choose Suicide. Say so what? I, I would choose Suicide. Well, good for you. Uh, damn. <laughs> And the, and the reason being is because, to me, it's more serious and it's got more of the science-y type shit versus the, you know, it's like the difference between Dante's Peak and Volcano. Dante's Peak, to me, was a better movie. Yeah, 
See, the thing is, though, is that I don't want to close my eyes because I miss you, babe, and I, I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, exactly. See, <laughs> that's all that. <laughs> no, no, there's no need for that. Oh, come on, man. Best you part know, of the ben movie. Ben Affleck was kind of cute in it. <laughs> ben Affleck is always cute. I I like Ben Affleck. So after, can't say and, shit there. Uh, after no, seriously though, after Top Gun, we're gonna go with Point Break. Point Break. I don't even he's know gonna, what that one's about. He's gonna hate that. I don't care. Uh, Got a digital copy of it for you. Okay, I was about to say because I don't have Point Break. I, I have yeah, I a laser disc of Top Gun. I got you for Point Break. Uh, all right. Well, that decides that. So, uh, leave me all the hate in the Facebook group about how I'm wrong. Uh, oh, I can't wait to see the comments when you trash so, Point Break. Uh, will horror fans care? Do we? No. Do, also, let us know if we should not make this a segment on Kill the Cast and if it needs to be like its own special thing. Personally, I just want to do it on Kill the Cast because it's something to throw in before we tackle a movie, just for fun, fun for funsies. Funsies. Or maybe we'll make it where it's on the Patreon show or something. I don't know. I've been begging to branch out, so it, it, even hearing you talk about stuff that's not horror-related is... You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, but I want to hear you keep begging, so I don't want to agree <laughs> to do something. <laughs> okay, so in the Facebook group, uh, let me know if you think I'm right, if you think I'm wrong, if you, you're you're with Jay and there's more to this story. Uh that I just did not see or did not get. Have you ever um, seen the first Rambo? Yes. And you hate it? No, I like the Rambo. The Rambo movie. I, the first Rambo movie has story. Yeah, I can't okay, remember see, the second one. I win. That's the it. My third is accomplished. One, I found an A's action movie you like. The third one is is the third one where they go to the desert. That's when they're in Afghanistan. Yeah, and he has to yeah. rescue his captain. They're like, don't rescue everyone, but don't fucking kill anyone. What? the fuck this is a rambo movie i have a hard time with lumping the first rambo movie in even though it is an action movie i have a hard time lumping it in with all the rest of the other cheese that came out in the 80s shut up i succeeded in my goal it only took me five minutes. but here's the thing I, I, jay game over jay find me one that you think i like that i haven't seen well Rambo's i don't know if that's too easy. possible i start doing research i mean because i'll i, I mean because we could really go into something deep about the first one so i i can't even consider it cheese like two and three well i saw three in the theater i didn't see any of them in the theater unfortunately all right well it's it's about time to tackle our main movie all right so we're doing the 1988 remake of the blob the original came out in 1958 but we're, we're talking the remake because it's one of the greatest remakes of all time. Much like the Fly remake, it takes a classic story and then updates it with amazing practical effects. So, now, Jay and Kenneth, this was both y'all's first time ever watching this movie, correct? Yep. If I've watched it before, I don't remember a single thing. Same for you, Kenneth. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I had seen, I, I, as I was watching it, I know that I had caught, like, little clips or something like that, something from YouTube. But overall, as a whole, this was yeah. the first time I'd ever watched it. Now, funny enough, this director has done some pretty, pretty big movies. Like, The Mask with Jim Carrey. 
Nice. Uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. Very yeah. cool. Um, what else did he do? I know he did some other something else that was big. Uh, ooh, not Scorpion King. Let's skip that one. Uh, no, that was it. He, his, his first full directorial uh, debut was A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Then he got to do The Blob, and uh, then he did The Mask. So he had a, a three run of three uh, movies with The Blob being the best. I don't know. I like The Mask better. Get the fuck out of here. You're fired from this podcast. How dare you? It's like watching a fucking like live action Looney Tunes, accurate bro. adaptation of The Mask. You what? I said I would love a comic accurate adaptation of the mask where he's like super violent and kills everybody. Oh. Agreed. Uh, I don't know when you yeah, think about so, okay. the comic. Here, perfect example. In the comic book, the thing where the, the guy who rips him off, you know, the, the mechanic rips him off and he jokingly and in a comically fashion shoves the tailpipe up his butt. Yes. So that happens in the comic, except it's what would realistically happen if you shoved a tailpipe up someone's ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they would oh. come. What what would happen? Well, yeah, clearly. Okay, I just I I've I have not uh, had much. I don't have much experience with cars, so I just needed to, you know, <laughs> figure that out. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna start with you, Jay. Jay, what, what what's your thoughts on on the blob for your first time? Uh, it was fucking a blast. Like so much fun. I didn't really know, like, I knew I knew that it had good practical effects, but besides that, I didn't know really what to expect going in. And it's, uh, while slightly predictable, it's just a fun time all the way through. Yeah, now, have you ever seen the original? Nope. I, I, I kind of figured that. Uh, Kenneth, what were your first thoughts? Practical effects were fucking awesome. rest of it is all right. What about that ending, though, with the fucking preacher having pieces of it saved and he's regrowing it? Like I said, it was all right. Really? I thought that ending was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was just all right to me. I mean, it was like, you know, it had a, it had that type of ending that would set up for a sequel. If a sequel had came. Uh, Well, we're not getting a sequel, I don't think. But we are getting another remake with Samuel Jackson. There's that. Um, okay, so that motherfucking blob in that yeah, motherfucking, motherfucking theater bacteria in my motherfucking planet. <laughs> what about the twist that that the that it was man made? I saw that coming. Yeah, me uh, too. Really? Yeah. I as soon figured. as as soon as the guy showed up, I was like, oh, okay, they did it. Yeah, biological weapon. I will say this: the uh, scene that I refer to in most movies as uh, a UFO in the woods. Is something I love seeing no matter what. I love when people are in the woods and just bright ass white lights start shining everywhere. Tommy Knockers. Yeah, Tommy Knockers, X Files, just anything that uses that, I fucking love. The truth is out there. The truth is out there. I love Fox Mulder. All right, so what, uh, Jay, what was your favorite uh, practical effect in the movie then? Hmm. Hmm. I'd have to say when, uh, oh man, God, me and my names, the, the quarterback, when he gets eaten and like his skin is like melting and it's, and he's being dissolved. That's just fucking amazing. It's such a good way to like kick off 
the first like real introduction to what this blob can do. Yeah, when that the the like blob when it it looks like it's running over him and towards yeah. the back. Yes, that looks fucking great. Kenneth, how about you? The phone booth. <laughs> oh, the, phone, the whole sequence of the phone booth was fucking great. Like when she's standing in there and she sees Herb, you know what I'm saying? And his face gets all fucking distorted and shit, but it looks like he's still alive and looking at her. Yeah. I thought that was great. You know what and that scene it, reminds me of? The what? scene from uh, Jaws when they're at Ben Gardner's boat and his head pops up. Right, right. And then, and then right after that, man, when the fucking the the phone booth basically just implodes, and it and and chick, you're looking down on chick, and she's still in there, and all the goo gets all over and stuff. I just love that the Dude, whole thing. I loved it, and I love that it look it looks like rushing water coming into it. Right, it was awesome. That that to me was the best kill in the entire movie. That whole sequence right there was awesome. Yeah. You know, this movie actually has a jump scare that always gets me. The uh, when the guy gets. Uh, uh, he's at the sink that's clogged. <laughs> you want to hear something funny? <laughs> Mary, all right, I was watching it again today, okay? And I was laying on my bed, and Mary Jane was sitting right next to me, and that jump scare scared her. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mary Jane, I'm with you. When the thing comes up out of the sink, Mary Jane jumped, and she looked at the TV, and I started laughing. That's pretty funny. Poor kitty cat. <laughs> She's sitting right next to me right now, looking up at me like she wants something. And there's food and water over there. I don't know what the fuck she wants. And and there's actually only one practical effect in this movie that I don't like. And it's when uh, the other football player, the rapist one, uh, he's with the (laughs) chick. And where her face like caves in, that's the only effect in the movie that I'm just like, oh, that was bad. Yeah, I I didn't like that segment at all. And the reason why I didn't is because, damn, I don't care how, I mean, you have to be insanely passed out drunk to not feel this thing eating you from the bottom. So, I don't know. There, I just did I just did not feel, unless he slipped her some GHB or something, I just do not feel like. <laughs> you never know what's in his cherry cola. But, yeah, but at that point, you know, I mean, you look at it with his little mixer and everything in the back of his fucking car. You would think at that point he really wouldn't be thinking about more alcohol if he had if he had slipped her date rape drug. You know what I'm saying? So it's like for her not to feel herself basically being, you know, uh, digested by this thing long yeah. enough for him to come in there and her not scream or anything. With the thing, I just I just didn't I didn't I wasn't feeling that one. I can feel you. I I will say I really I, I do say I do think that part of the movie just does not work and does not fit. Uh, it feels like it was just there to add to the death count, which and is And that was fine. the one that I had seen on YouTube at some point in time. I had seen that kill on YouTube. Yeah, but the the one of the ones I like is when the little kid dies in the sewer, and he pops back up before he gets taken back down, and he's all fucked up looking, looking like Jason when he's uh, fucking in the sewers of Manhattan. See, the cool thing about watching movies like this that I have not seen is I'm beginning to realize, you know, how we how we always used to say that kids don't die in 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 80s horror movies and stuff like that. I'm beginning to realize as we do this podcast that that happened more frequently than we think. Yeah, yeah. Like between this alligator, which is still my favorite kid death scene of all time. I've never watched it. I should watch it. You've never watched Alligator? 
Yeah. Was he not on that podcast with us? No, he was not. That was just you and I. Was it? Yeah. Well, fuck. You need to remedy that, Jerry. Yeah, because Alligator's fucking great. Yeah, that's such a good movie, dude. That movie's fucking awesome. Holy shit, you'd love it. Um, But yeah, back to The Blob. Um, <laughs> the Blob. But no, in general, like I really like this movie. This movie is a special effects darling. It is so fun to watch. The only thing I'm kind of sad about is like it needs a proper Blu-ray release that has like tons of special features. Because like my Umbrella one, while looks amazing, doesn't really have much for special features. I need a commentary for this. I need behind the scenes. I need interviews. I want to know how this fucking movie was done. Well, hopefully one day, man. You might get one, but I don't know. After getting brain scan and realizing, it, it seems to me that it's it, it's so difficult for some of these movies to get good special features like what we want. I don't hold my breath much anymore, man. Because I was actually disappointed by the by the special features on Brand Scan. Well, we'll get into that soon. Um, I still haven't gotten my copy yet. What really? Yeah, that's what I, that's what tomorrow. I told him. I asked him if he had the conf- confirmation for it. And damn, if he does, I mean, I'd fucking if you don't get it tomorrow, man, I'd fucking then I'd I'd, well, I'd so give him up. There's no way from there's no they don't give you a tracking number, so I can't even see where it is. Um. I have an order I, number, so if I contact their customer service, you know what I'm saying. Do that. Do I don't that have a tracking number because they're really good about replying. Like I even got them to act because I bought some stuff. I had pre-ordered some stuff from them that I did it in such a like hurry. I didn't do it while I was in my actual account, so I actually had them add it to my account later. I don't know if I even have an account. It doesn't matter as long as you've got that order number. You can hit them yeah. up, and they can tell you. If it's been shipped or not. Yeah, because if it don't show tomorrow, I would call. Or email. Or kill them all. Yeah. No, wait, no, don't fuck do that. that. We got some good ones coming kill out this year. All. Yeah, that's true. I, I definitely don't want that to happen. Alright, back to the blob. So, I'm, I'm, I was kind of shocked to hear that neither one of y'all had have seen this. Me Cons- too. Considering... I thought I had, to be honest, I thought I had. But apparently not. Like, cause it, it it's very rem- it has a lot of scenes that are very very rem- reminiscent of John Carpenter's The Thing. It yeah. it does the blob with tentacles, cause in the original blob it doesn't have any tentacles. It just kind of gooeyly rolls over things, which I still like it. And like I'm so glad that they did a theater scene in this remake, cause in the the theater scene in the first one is one of the best scenes in the movie. Dude, those two kids are definitely me. Yeah, you're both of them. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm literally both of those kids at the same exact time. The one that survived was in Return of the Living Dead too. Oh yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Huh. But yeah, this fucking movie, man. Uh, so was there anything besides that one scene that y'all didn't like? Besides the <sighs> car rape scene. <sighs> I don't think there was anything that I didn't like. I I was thoroughly entertained the whole way through. I mean, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just, you know, I liked the movie. It's just it wasn't, you know. It was too predictable for you? Right. It, it just wasn't one of those movies where I was, like, overwhelmed by awesomeness. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, you see, now here's, here's, here's what's funny for me. Whereas the stuff that Jerry likes in a movie, 
uh, isn't in action movies and he doesn't feel it needs to be, which is why he doesn't like them. I don't feel like this was predictable. I don't feel like that took away from it because of everything else that was in it. The practical effects and all the kills make up entirely for the fact that it was a predictable movie. So it didn't bother me at all. Well, it's kind of weird seeing Shawnee Smith not being a drug addict or a slut. That's, I'll give you that one. Uh, gosh, she's hot. Um, but yeah, you know, in everything you see her in, though, she's either a slut or a drug addict. This is the only thing I've ever seen with her in it that she was not that person. That's a val- I can't argue that. That's a valid fucking point. Uh, I don't the- know if I've seen her in anything else. Oh, she you- was in the first two Saw movies, and she uh, was a drug addict. Oh, is she Amanda? Yeah. Oh. Ah. Yeah, so I want to touch on this predictability thing. Um, how predictable a movie is depends on the person watching it. Much like how scary a movie is depends on the person watching it. So how much of that can you hold against a movie? Like, if a movie's predictable to you, is it bad on the movie or are you just super smart? It depends. It depends on what the movie is going for. This movie wasn't going for some kind of big mystery. So the fact that you can see the stuff coming ahead of time doesn't isn't really a detriment, in my opinion. But if it's, let's say, a movie like Seven, a movie like Seven can't really drop the ball when it comes to being predictable, or else half of the fun of it goes away. Gotcha. Kenneth, what do you think? Because you thought it was very predictable. Do you feel like that's a flaw of the movie, or you're just really smart? It's a flaw in myself. Because, like I said, I mean, this isn't a bad movie. You know what I'm saying? It's a decent movie. You know, it's got great special effects. You know, and, and and it's got a story that moves along. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, I mean, it's not a bad movie, but at the same time, I mean, you take take people like us who have seen movies like this, fucking thousands of movies. It's it's a flaw in myself that makes it that. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason why I can say my personal opinion of the movie is that it's all right. From a technical standpoint, the movie's good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's really not any bad parts in it other than the the date rape scene. Um, for the special effects of the time, making the blob look huge was, you know, the best way to do it. And it looked great. Um, one of my favorite scenes of the blob itself is when they're running down the hallway, going to the freezer and you see it fucking chasing after them on the ceiling. I like that. Um, you know, so overall looking at all, you know, if, if we were to put it in a horror coliseum, it would get good scores. So did you predict Paul dying or was that a surprise? Oh, I knew he was coming. Really? I admit, because to me, I remember when I first watched, keep in mind, I was I was very young when I first watched this, uh, but when I had first watched this as like a young teenager, maybe 14, because you know how many movies my dad had. Um, mm-hmm. When Paul died, I was shocked. I was like, did they just kill the main character? That's like, another it, thing. You know why it was predictable to me? That's why? another thing where it's a flaw in myself. Because I knew that Shawnee Smith was going to be the main chick, because every movie like this has got a main chick. Yeah. I knew that she was going to be the main chick. And I knew that the long-haired guy, because at the beginning, I knew it was going to be him that was the main character. I thought it was going to be all three of them. Like, I thought all three of them were going to be the main Then there would have been no love interest between the, the, the bad boy and the cheerleader. Oh, no, there would have. It would have just been a love triangle. Yeah, but see that that wouldn't have it would it wouldn't have it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have fit this. It would have fit something else, but it wouldn't have fit this. 
So I didn't know, know that he was going to die, but I definitely knew that she was going to end up with the bad boy. And then on top of that, his death scene makes the cover of the movie. Oh, fuck. Is that his him? Hmm? Well, I mean, I, that could be anybody, really. Because it's the cover. Because I was specifically looking for that one. Because the cover of the movie is just pink wow, with, with some person laying on it. And I think that person has boobs, Kenneth. I think you're wrong. Hold up. Yeah, I think th- this person's got boobs on the cover. Oh, Hang on. Oh, yeah. Go to go to IMDb. This person has boobs. There are clear boobies. Either that or I'm really attracted to this busty man. I like the tagline. Scream now while there's still room to breathe. The blob. Tara has no shape. Yeah, okay, that, are you looking at the one that's got... I was, uh, I, I was looking at the one... The one that looks like it's got a full torso of a person on it? Yeah, I'm looking at the one that's IMDb. Not, that's not, yeah, I'm, that's not the one I'm talking about. The one I'm talking about is if you Google the blob 1988, if you Google it, you'll find the covers and you'll see the one that I'm talking about. Ah, because the cover of my the cover of my Blu-ray uses the one that's on IMDb. Yeah, that's not the one I'm talking about. This is the one that I remember from when I was a kid seeing the cover of the VHS, and it's the guy's face with the blob over the top of it. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna look real quick because just. Like I said, just Google it. I brought oh, it up. Oh, 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 yeah. I see. Wow, that looks fucking awful. That is the worst looking cover ever. Dun, dun, dun. Like, but that was the one that I saw on the VHS in the video store when I was a kid. Oh, I'm so, I like the pink one so much better. I like pink better, too. Oh, man. But, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, it's not being me being able to call call everything in a movie that came out in 1988 is to me i just don't see it as difficult for a lot of people you know what i'm saying because at that time period the the whole in my opinion the whole twisty making everything to where you know it wasn't predictable wasn't as popular as people try to do it now or hell in the last 15 years yeah do you think that um it hurt the movie a little bit to see it now as con- as compared to if you would have saw it when you were younger. Do you think it would have had a bigger effect on you? Probably. Because I feel lucky to have seen this at a younger age. Where- yeah, I think, I think the scares... I think looking at it now, watching it, I'm not looking at it from a child's eyes. I'm looking at it from an adult horror fan's eyes. So therefore, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it like okay, this is awesome practical effects and, and all the rest of that stuff versus other movies that I look at from an adult perspective that just flat give me the willies. You know what I'm saying? As an adult, because of their, uh, because of their ability to be uh, much more reality-based. You know, like movies that I brought up in the past, like Eden Lake and stuff like that, where it's 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 reality based, where this one is not reality based at all. So if I'd seen it from a child's perspective, seeing these special effects and seeing somebody get fucking pulled down a drain, you know what I'm saying? Which even now that's kind of if you think about it, that's still even kind of kind of fucked up. But looking at it from that hell yeah it would have been one of those things that i remembered it's the same thing with looking at freddy krueger from when i was a kid versus looking at freddy krueger now when i was a kid freddy krueger scared the shit out of me i was so terrified of him that i couldn't see anything with somebody burned in it 
And now I can fucking sit down and do what we did in the last horror coliseum and the further horror coliseums where I'm critiquing it to the point of where I'm even admitting that it's not a fucking amazing movie. Fair enough. You get, I mean, so yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of movies that I can look back on from when I was a kid that I saw when I was a kid that scared the shit out of me and looking at them now. And they're some of the best movies that I've ever seen. Like the fucking Exorcist, man. They scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. But it's my favorite fucking horror movie. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Jay, how about you? Do you feel like you wish you would have seen this as a kid as compared to now? Uh, I think like maybe the main dude's death would have surprised me a little bit more or not. Well, obviously he's not the main dude. He died (laughs) as soon as the movie started, but I think his death may have surprised me a little bit more. Um, and yeah, I think it would have been a more tense experience than I had now. I mean, watching it now, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, all those people are going to die. That's awesome. Uh, but as a kid, I probably like, holy shit, those people might die. Get out of there, little kid. And what's crazy is this reminds me, this movie reminds me of the black trash bag thing from Creepshow 2. Yeah. From the left. Yeah, and that scared me when I was a kid. Oh, God, yes. I hate black trash bags, so I'm with you there. Wow, racist. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that one. That segment of Creepshow 2 scared me when I was a kid, so I can, I can really imagine had I seen this, I'd probably been a little freaked out. Now, Kenneth, you've seen the original, right? Once and very long ago. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I I still I, like the original. I, I think barely the original remember is, any of it. The original is is a lot of fun to watch, especially from a fifties point of view. Well, any of those movies that came out back then were great. Anyway, I mean, going back and looking at them now, you know, and, and especially you know, it came from outer space and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I mean, all these movies were fantastic. For their time, even though, you know, the effects weren't that great or whatever, but for the time, they were amazing. And then on top of that, man, I mean, the social commentary behind a lot of these movies for then, oh my God. I mean, you can sit there and you can pick them apart to insane uh, levels when it comes to that sort of thing. Yeah, a big thing in the the original Balab is, is the fact that the teenagers know what's going on and none of the adults will listen to them. Which they don't, they, they kind, they do do in this one, but it kind of gets blown away by the government being involved. Stupid government always experimenting on its citizens. I mean, right. Like I, like I was totally, you know, the sheriff's deputy who was ragging on, you know, the long haired guy. I can't remember his fucking name now. Flag. The, the, the deputy that was ragging on him. I was so expecting the, the sheriff to start ragging on him too and it turned into this whole thing and whatever else that to me wasn't but when the sheriff let him go that was one that kind of threw me for a loop because i wasn't expecting the sheriff to let him go because of the comment that he had made to him and he rolled up on him in the in the car that's one thing that actually threw me for a loop because i was just like i was expecting uh the this main sheriff to give him a whole lot more shit than he did yeah it actually kind of surprised me if he seems to be the like town asshole he was able to roll in that restaurant and still get a sandwich after they were closed you're right you know what i'm saying and and for her to you know uh be for fran the one that died in the fucking uh 
Yeah, phone booth for her to fucking just be like just chilling, chit chatting with him in one of those things, and like not expecting him to steal anything or whatever else. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, give him I don't free know. pie and everything. Right. She never got her date. Sad. That is sad. Yeah. They were gonna go well, kind to country of. music. I mean, they kind of saw each other for a couple of seconds. What do you What do you mean? He didn't make it there in time to see her. She was dead. It was okay. It was the sheriff that was supposed to come and meet her for a date that yes. slammed into the glass of the phone booth. No, that was, no. That was, yes, it was. That was Herb. Yes, it was. The sheriff shows up at the end of the movie, Kenneth. Mm-mm. He's dead. That's him. What? Hold up. No. Uh, let me see if I can look this up real quick because I'm pretty positive he shows up at the end of the movie. The sheriff's deputy shows up. Well, yeah, I know he does. But sheriff, the sheriff is the one that picks up, helps pick up the preacher. Um, Sorry for the technical delay, folks. I've got the movie on right behind me. Blob. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see. Phone booth. Bam. Bob 88. Let's see. Whoops, not what I want. Come on, damn it. Phone work faster for our studio audience. It all cannot be completed. Uh, Tries to pick up the phone. Well, fuck. It does say the sheriff was eaten by the blob, so I guess that was him. So I think Kenneth is right. Because that was part oh, of the yeah, gag. You're right. She's on the phone. She's on the phone asking for him. And they're like, no, he's at the diner. And then he, yep. And that's Kenneth part of wins. the gag because you when win, she. Sir. Yeah. But, and, and like I said, that was part of the gag because the reason why he was there is that he was supposed to be meeting her because her shift ended at 11. Yep. You win, sir. Yep. I have to give it to, to Kenneth on that one. See, and that's the reason why I was just like, that's what. That's what made that that whole scene right there fucking fantastic. It's like they got their little moment right before they both died together. Damn it. I don't like being wrong on something, but I have to admit when I'm wrong. Appreciate Fuck. That. God damn it, Kenneth. Always being right. I know. What I the fuck, Kenneth? About shit. not supposed to make me look bad. And the funny thing about this is, is this coming from the guy that said, eh, the movie was all right. I paid more cl- more attention to detail than both of you fuckers. No, you just cheated by having it on in the background <laughs> when we record. <laughs> That's funny because I've watched the movie like, uh, just like in the past like two months, I've probably watched the movie three times. Oh, well, to be honest with you, the first time that I ran through it, I was just like, is that him? And then I rewound it. Wow. <laughs> and made sure because I looked at him and then I was just like wow that looks almost like him and then yeah and then I put all of it together and I was just like wow that's fucked up <laughs> yep bye bye oh. you're dead that makes the movie even better in my opinion I agree even if I was wrong that's Which the reason why that whole happen. segment right there is my favorite oh, damn it well there you go guys that's the blob but before we leave um, I'm just gonna end it on that. It's like <laughs> yep. I'm wrong. I don't want to be right. wrong. End Fuck the show. You, we're done. I, I don't <laughs> even want to keep going. We're just gonna I'm end gonna it. Go right back there. to eating my sausage. You guys can listen to that. Right. I got a sausage for it. So Jay, a lot of people yeah. came to the defense of a Nightmare on Elm Street after the horror Coliseum episode. 
Which is really funny since you guys kind of changed my mind. Yeah, no, uh, I I was straight. Joey from uh, Horror Mafia. I saw that. That was a heated conversation. Told me that uh, his his mind and every other Fred Head's mind will not be changed. Yeah, uh, you can go suck a dick. And the in in Austin, uh, Schroyer of the Woodsboro uh, Brothers podcast told me that not one single critic out there would agree with me that Nancy is a bad actress. I well, refuse to they're believe wrong that. because I'm pretty sure Siskel and Ebert said it wasn't that great of a movie. <laughs> but did they specifically say Heather Landenkamp was a bad actress in the movie? I don't know. Who listens to Siskel and Ebert? Let's see if I can find an actual review for it that's on a YouTube video. <laughs> oh, yeah, go tomatoes. Google. Just Google, is Heather Landenkamp a bad actress? There you go. Are bad reviews uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? You know what's crazy? I was watching stuff on your shutter, Jerry. Yeah. And uh, I was watching that Pet Cemetery documentary. That's Did you good. watch that? Yeah. I was surprised at how much Heather Langenkamp was in that. Yeah, you're right. But, you know, I mean, her old man was the dude that did the uh, special effects, but I still was like, I was not expecting her to be in that documentary, oddly yeah. enough. It's a good documentary, though. I Maybe can't I watch find anything. Either Look on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I'm pretty uh, sure somebody would be ragging on something on there. Oh, that might, well, because it actually... Well, but you, but he said professional critic, so it has to be a professional critic. Right, but since Rotten Tomatoes collects all professional reviews, and you can actually click to read them, which a lot of people don't, I should be able to actually find one by an actual I did, I didn't care enough to look it up, because... She is a bad actress in the movie. I don't. I. I, I, you, I just professional critic or whatever. I just refuse to believe that somebody else out there did not have the have the opinion that her acting fucking sucks. I mean, yeah. she was better in three. She was she was much better. You know, I think she had, she had obviously honed in her acting chops with whatever she else she had been in, which I don't know. But you know, she obviously had honed in her acting chops by New Nightmare. But the point is, is that you know. It was it, it was not good. Yeah, and my point is, my, the point of bringing this up is, uh, it's okay if you love a movie, but like you can still acknowledge its flaws and love the movie. Like to think Nightmare on Elm Street doesn't have flaws is ridiculous. Yes, it, it, like, it that's exactly flaws. what you described is exactly where I'm at. I still love it. I'm not going to ever stop yeah. loving it, but I can definitely see where your complaints are validated. Like. Yeah. Yeah, just because I agree and I think that the movie's got flaws in it, it ain't gonna stop me from. I'll, I'll probably end up watching it a few times throughout my life. So. Yeah. Don't like. Just the point is, is don't say I refuse to change my mind. You just say, okay, it's got some flaws, but I still love it. I still think it's a great movie. Just because someone on a podcast doesn't like it doesn't mean you have to get <laughs> so aggressive. i'm gonna i'm actually this is actually i gotta i gotta read this because this is funny so i found a people magazine review from 1985 so around the time it first came out oh god uh it is a on rotten tomatoes it's listed as a rotten review as in the critic didn't like it very bottom of the little review uh let's see Camp is quite impressive. If this were a different movie, her acting ability would probably attract some attention. But then in this kind of movie, it's not the actor's sweat and tears the audience cares about. It's only the blood. So this person did not like the movie, but said Heather Camp was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
that the fuck out of here. Oh my god. No. Whatever. I'm sorry. She's she's a bad actress in that movie. He I hope you we... about the characters though. He says uh Craven is something of a generational turncoat while he is 35. All his adult characters have the intelligence and courage of cantaloupes. <laughs> Damn. Uh... Well, hold up. Don't talk bad about John Saxton, okay? <laughs> I will. F- don't yeah. ever you dare call John Saxon a cantaloupe. <laughs> I will so fucking fight funny. you. He but was in Tenebrae, goddammit. Out of uh, actual critics, only three are set as negative reviews. That's fine. I don't. I mean, I know. Like, I have to respect the movie because I like so many people love it. Obviously, it did something right. Like. Just because I don't like the movie and I see its flaws as big problems doesn't mean I'm the end-all, be-all. But at the same time, it's not like I'm saying Sharknado is a perfect 10 out of 10 movie, okay? You know, I'm not saying anything outrageous. I'm saying... That movie has a rating? uh, Yeah, if you ask uh, Don and Ellie, who did that zombie uh, two-year anniversary show with us, he uh, loves the Sharknado movies and gives them 10 out of 10s. Me and him are going to have to have a talk. Oh, no, there's no... Everyone's tried to have that talk with him. He rates out of entertainment. Pure and simple. And those movies entertain the Okay, out, out of entertainment, okay? I did not make it through the first five minutes of the movie before I cut it off. Oh, watch it with the riff tracks. It's fantastic. I don't, I don't even want to do that. I fucking hate uh, the Sharknado movies and the Three-Headed Shark Attack movies and Ghost Shark and Snow Shark and Avalanche Shark and Gary Busey's Teeth Shark and Sharks uh, from New Jersey and fucking Virgin Sharks and Sharks. Virgin Sharks is my favorite. Yeah, it was really good, but I like Virgin Sharks 2 straight out of Madonna's vagina better. It just had better acting, in my opinion. I just, uh, I, I, I just, man, when it really comes down to it, and and maybe Don can explain it to me because I do not understand in any way how anything past the first Sharknado movie got made, and the only so, reason, and the only reason why I think the first one got made is just for the hell of it. But people actually like it. To the point of it's not a thing of it's so dumb that I enjoy it. No, people actually like it. So I, while I don't, so I'm going to try and relate this to something that exists already. And while I don't agree with it being on the same level or as good, I think this is kind of how these people see it. So look at Dead Alive. Dead Alive is not a good movie. The acting is bad. The plot is cheesy. Everything is over the top, and it's all done on purpose, and that's why we like it. It's the same way for the Sharknado movies. Now, again, I'm not saying Sharknado is dead alive, but it's the same way. Everything is so over the top and so dumb on purpose that that's what draws people in. It's not like a so bad by accident that it's funny movie. It's a bad on purpose, and people just like that stupid cheesiness of it. Yeah, the difference is... Well, the difference is, is with Dead Alive, there's like all this gore that's practical, so it makes it look like a better movie, as to where Sharknado is really cheap CGI, so it looks like a bad movie. So And Tara Reid was not in Dead Alive. 
Yeah, Terry's okay. a terrible actress. That so is that, true. That, she that, is that, the Heather Lincoln camp of shark movies. I mean, was that so, too far? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's I, uh, way worse than Heather Lincoln Camp. I absolutely fucking hate these movies because what they've done to the shark charm. One of the reasons I really liked the Meg is because at least it felt serious. Yeah, it had some humor and had some goofy stuff in it, but it felt serious as compared to fucking Shark Exorcist and fucking. Uh, why wait, are we wait, putting wait, Joe? Wait, wait. What was that a joke? No, there's one that's called Shark Exorcist. <laughs> I'm done. <That's> <laughs> I quit. I am no longer on Kill the Cast. That is it. Okay. Well, that's the next movie we're reviewing. Uh, uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Oh my god. You know, but it's also why I like shitty shark movies. From before uh, they all started. Because I think... Because Sharknado didn't start the trend, unfortunately. It was movies like uh, Sharktopus. And um, I want to even say that the Giant Shark versus Mega Octopus movies came before uh, Sharknado. I know uh, Sharktopus did. Hey, but see, the bad thing about it is, is what happens, and, and I know this is kind of where you're going, but what happens is, damn, people expect movies like Shark Night 3D and stuff like that to be like Sharknado. You and know, they're not. And they're not. And the thing about it, I actually like Shark Night. I thought that was a good movie. Well, ish. For it a shark movie, it was a good movie. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and then when people, did that one come out before or after Sharknado? Before. Okay, so if somebody that fucking likes Sharknado goes back and watches Shark Night, and they don't like it because it didn't suck, yeah, that that just irritates me because we're never gonna have a decent shark movie. I, I mean, granted, I haven't seen Meg yet, but we're not gonna ha- we're not gonna have another decent horror, a decent shark movie yeah. because well, of movies like this. We're we're getting there. We we had um uh uh. 47 meters down, which was pretty good. I haven't seen, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, we had the, like shallows, the shallows, which was pretty good. We are getting better shark movies. And it does seem like this whole uh, sci-fi shark run is starting to go downhill. And that's starting the that trends. What? The next Sharknado is the last one. Yeah, but that's not going to stop oh, them right. from doing, you know, uh, uh Go shark on the Jersey Beach, or yeah. uh, Shark Beaver, or some other shark, stupid shit. Shark Beaver. Shark Beaver. There, I mean, like a plaid shark, Piranaconda shark. Uh, That's my favorite. Uh, there's a movie that actually has nothing to do with these. It's an independent movie, and it's like three hours long, and it's fucking absolutely horrible. But it's called Dick Shark. Um. I've heard don't, of it. I don't really want to watch it. It's 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 awful. It's a, it's by this guy named Beezlebub who does all these like shitty fucking movies. Like he did uh, Ant Farm Dick Hole or some shit. Uh, they're awful. Uh, they're fucking garbage. I mean, and that ma- and that makes you know it's <laughs> that actually puts into perspective what I've had in my thought process for a long period of time. That kind of cheese like Sharknado belongs in the porn industry. But there's yes. no nudity. 
that that's is, what, that's, that's where that kind of cheese belongs. It belongs in those stu- in those fucking stupid, hilarious fucking parody porn movies, like so, fucking A Wet Dream on Elm Street, or the ones Wood Rocket does. I'm actually going to disagree here. I agree that they aren't good movies, but I feel like you know, if people like them, then people like them. I mean, look at something like I don't know, like Sorority House Massacre. That's that's not a good movie. It's just made to be a cheesy slasher with lots of tits in it. Like it's people have their niches and they get met. There are people out there that genuinely enjoy the like straight to video sci-fi movies that get made. And think about it this way for every like run of Sharknado movies that funds something like a Battlestar Galactica reboot. I'm not sure how, how that's a good argument. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of. I'm with you. A lot of people thought like Battlestar Galactica won awards for its writing and sci-fi. So I'm just saying. I'm, I've never really watched it. Damon has told me that I, my buddy. Damon I haven't watched it either. I'm just. I know it is popular, and I know that it's won awards. But it's the same reason. Like people are like, "Oh man, all these stupid superhero movies keep coming out. And they're so stupid." I'm like, "Well, yeah, but if Disney wasn't making money off of superhero movies, then they wouldn't want to put money into like the independent studios that they own." that put out these independent movies that everybody loves. Like it's a, it's a life cycle and there are people what? who like Sharknado. Sharknado's so fucking trash. I, that's fine, what? but somebody still likes it and I'm, I'm not going to be upset that it exists just because I don't like it. Okay. I'm happy for the people that enjoy it, but I don't I'm like not. the trend that it caused that kept us from getting good shark movies for a long time. And shark movie, and it, trust me, it's not hard to be a good shark movie you don't have to do that much. It's not like, like literally there is tier one, which is Jaws, tier two, which is Deep Blue Sea, Shark Night, The Shallows, 47 meters down, like the Meg. And, and then there's uh, tier three, which has like shark movies that still take themselves seriously, but they're made for TV, lower budget, like the Shark Attack 1, Shark Attack 2. Jaws uh, 3D. No, um, <laughs> Jaws of Revenge, um, Jaws 2 is, is in second tier, um, but you know, Red Water, shit like that, and then after that, you have Shark Attack 3 Megalodon, and fucking, uh, Shark Hunter, and then after that, then you get the stupid goddamn Sharktopus three-headed shark attack, Sharknado shit. I just don't feel like those shitty sci-fi movies have an effect on horror as a genre in general. We're not talking about horror as a genre. We're talking about shark movies. That's fine. Even shark movies specifically. I just don't feel like they have as big an impact as you think. They did. It killed the fucking genre. We were getting a steady stream in the early 2000s of decent, like, made-for-TV shark movies. And they started dying out when the... Mega Shark and Sharktopus and Sharknado happened, and when those happened, we didn't get any more. All we got were these ridiculous, over the top, fucking carnival shark movies. It's it because did everybody started. The genre. 
everybody started assuming that damn the movies that the 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 companies that were trying to make the bigger movies the bigger shark movies they were assuming that the, people were assuming that they were going to be fucking shitty and ridiculous like the rest of them and they didn't go and they didn't make any money at the box office or anything like that and so what happens when that happens goddamn they stop making movies of that particular genre like sci-fi went from making like creature features or, or and in showing low budget creature features like King Cobra and Komodo on their channel to showing ridiculous shit like uh Super Gator fights Piranaconda. And so the crazy thing about that is is I can remember when that shift happened on the sci fi channel. I can remember when that happened. Because the sci fi channel used to put out amazing stuff. You used to I could go to the stuff they put out amazing. Yeah when the at the at the early uh, at the early start of the Sci-Fi Channel, fuck yeah, it was because Sci-Fi Channel was playing all the old good movies, and then they start and then they started, you know, uh, slowly but surely going downhill, and then they ended up when they it, it almost ran at the same time that they changed their emblem because that's not always the way that sci-fi, sci-fi the actual spell, spelling to S Y F Y. Yes. It almost happened right around the same time. That makes sense. Yeah. So I'm not saying it affected the horror genre. I'm saying it affected the subgenre of shark movies. Uh, I like shark I, movies. I really do. And and the crazy thing is, is one of the most popular horror movies of all time, and one of the best horror movies of all time is a shark movie. Yeah. That's but true. it is it is not fair to compare any shark movie to Jaws. Jaws no. is an anomaly. There's like I see so many people comparing the Meg to Jaws, and I'm just like, why? You don't compare every Exorcist movie to The Exorcist. It's fucking stupid. Like nothing is going to compare to like that movie that is the special fucking crown jewel. You're not gonna compare my penis to fucking Peter North. But the crazy thing about that is, is damn, like I said, that's Yours one of the greatest. <laughs> thanks, Jay. That's one You're of the lying, greatest, but thanks. That's one of the greatest horror movies that's ever came out. And so by people trying to imitate that, that obviously will never happen, but then by them trying to do it, we still got serious shark movies or, or somewhat serious shark movies. And then all of a sudden, damn, when, like Jerry said, when sci-fi started doing that thing, it went downhill. Yeah, because and then to we be got honest, shit like Sharknado. To be honest, um, uh, I'd have to look at the dates, but around the time that we started getting all these fucking stupid movies, the only four good shark movies, not including the Meg, that came out during this period, were for the most part very spread out. Shark Night 3D. Fate 3D, uh, 47 meters down, because technically it came out before The Shallows, straight to DVD. DVD got pulled, and then it got re-released in theaters a year later. Oh, really? I did not know that. I only saw the advertisements for theatrical and then saw it released in the theater. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. It actually came out on DVD under a different name also. Um, On straight to DVD and got pulled because they started seeing... Because uh, the Shallows did was coming out and had all this hype for it, and they were like, "Oh fuck, let's do it." Um, and then the Shallows, 
four. That's it. And to be fair, it's not like we've only we've gotten a huge influx of shark movies throughout our entire life, but the amount of quality went sliding downhill greatly. So it's just one of those things where I just don't like even before the, like even bad shark movies before them like Shark Hunter at least took itself seriously. Might have sucked because it was a low budget creature feature. But at least it took itself seriously and it wasn't, you know, fucking about sh- a shark with titties or something. There is no movie about a shark with titties, but I'm sure eventually it'll happen. I'll stop Googling. <laughs> Put the fucking phone down, Jay. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. This just turned into a little rant about... I was I was actually just That's going okay. to it's cool. ad- address the backlash I got for the Nightmare on Elm Street thing and and talk about it uh but then it it ran into us talking about shark movies and i'm okay with that because i love shark movies um so i guess with that being said uh we're gonna get out of here guys next episode will be horror coliseum freddy versus jason number two friday the 13th part two versus a nightmare on elm street part two hopefully we will be joined by alex edwards and it'll be very interesting because his favorite movie out of both franchises are the part twos. So his heart is going to be put in a blender as he has to judge these two movies to see which one is the better one. And we will also be judging this because and it's going to be hard for me because I really like Nightmare on Elm Street part two and I really like Friday the 13th part two. Are My we going to f- watch it spin around to a beautiful oblivion? Uh, Rendezvous and then I'm through with you, Jay. Oh, okay. But, yes. It is going to be fantastic. Um, So, with that being said, I don't think there's anything else. Go check us out on Patreon, YouTube, Facebook group, Twitter. Fucking, we got shirts. We have uh, feelings. Uh, We've we've got tentacle porn somewhere. Horrorporn.com, we're looking at you. Uh, where's that sponsorship <laughs> we we need that hook us up um so with that being said we will see you all next time thank you for listening i know this was a weird episode i think it was a weird episode but i feel like it's got some really good solid discussions in it we it, had a good solid discussion about robocop the the blob review and then we talked about uh shark movies afterwards like that's that's it's good it's a nice episode between our yeah. awesome horror coliseums this was a nice discussion episode so, yeah. with that being said, we are out of here, guys. Thank you for joining us. Jay, do you have any you. parting words? I love you guys. Thanks for he, listening. He loves you. you. He also cool. doesn't think Robocop is that good. Uh, I, and... I, 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 well, well, you take that back, young man. <laughs> uh, yes, ma'am. And, Kenneth, do you have any parting words for the for the lovely people out there? Show me the way to go home. Dum, 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 tired and, and I want to go, go to bed. Go to bed. I had a little drink about an, drink hour, about an ago, hour ago when it got right to my head. My head. <laughs> Wherever I may roam. Doom, doom, with a okay. <laughs> All right. We won't ruin that song anymore. It, we were singing Jaws. The yeah, song from Jaws. switched it to, you're like, wherever I may roam. Wherever I may roam. No. No. I would never sing Metallica. I fucking hate did. Metallica. Sorry. No. This was before Metallica. <laughs> Metallica stole that shit. From Jaws. Because they're fucking hacks. I can't take this abuse much longer.